Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 78th episode of ABC Islam and our 42nd episode of our new series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters to add the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about a very uh, recent news about Sana Khan's marriage. Now if you're not aware about this um, person and about their marriage then do not worry because we'll be explaining all of it in today's podcast and if you do know about her then maybe you might be interested so the questions that inshallah we'll be answering today is number one who is sana khan number two our first thoughts and impressions on her marriage number three what does islam say about marriage number four takeaways for married people and number five takeaways for single people so this is definitely going to be a very interesting podcast episode and before you click out and think that this is not relevant to you please do not click out because this is actually something that is relevant to all of us today and is definitely quite a shocking news but over here i have my muslim sister so how are you today and what do you think of today's topic alhamdulillah i'm doing good and i'm very excited for this topic because i think it's going to resonate with everyone what about you Yes, alhamdulillah, I'm pretty good too. And I think that, you know, this um, news of this marriage is definitely something that is quite surprising. And this is why I, want, I my sister, want to talk about it today. So um, if you guys would like to know more about us, then please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below. Now, without any further ado, we're now going to be going on to the first question of this podcast episode. And that is, who is Sana Khan? Now, if you have not, have you, if you have never heard of this name before or if you're new to this news, then do not worry because my sister is going to be now talking about who is Sana Khan and why we're making this podcast. So definitely we're going to start off with who she is because we have to know how her past life was and how she is currently to really find out why is this marriage so relevant in the Muslim community and why is everyone talking about this. So first of all, I would like to say that she's a very beautiful actress, I believe, and she's a Bollywood actress. And um, she basically left the showbiz or you can say the Bollywood industry because she felt very toxic. It was a industry which did not make her feel happy even though she had everything with her and that is money wealth um i I mean they're the same thing but money wealth a luxury fame she had everything that she wanted to but she still decided to leave it and this is why it makes it very significant and now she's a practicing muslim so if you go to her instagram sana khan i believe um you will be able to see that now she's a practicing muslim she does not follow anyone from bollywood so she's not following anyone literally maybe one person or something and she has no posts about bollywood or anything so she is a completely different person and that's why that makes this news very relevant in today's muslim community but what are some of the first thoughts and impressions that you had when you found out maybe when she got married for example what were your initial thoughts well definitely i think that this was a very shocking news to everyone and in my opinion one of the first thoughts that i had in terms of this marriage was that it is quite shocking um because obviously i feel like a lot of people were shocked because obviously she was going through quite a hard time since she actually ended one of her previous relationships and at those times she also used to obviously be a muslim but maybe um she personally wasn't in that spiritual level that she actually is at now uh, from judging that what is apparent so um, it was actually quite shocking to see how she actually broke off from one of her previous very bad and abusive relationship and she was literally exposing her relationship and how bad it was and she was going through a lot of pain and within a few months she actually transformed herself into a practicing muslim and managed to actually get married so this is definitely very very shocking news for everyone and um, I feel like 
to be honest, it was probably shocking, shocking for her as well because she maybe did not think that within a few months after going through a bad breakup that she was going to get married. And also the second thing that I would say is that possibly she actually, it definitely, we can see this transformation within this few months. So maybe this year of 2020, which might have seemed the most rubbish year for a lot of people, might have been one of the best years of her life because she really found that transformation. She might have really found herself. And also it kind of resonates with other um celebrities that also left in the past for example Zara Wasim she's also another very young Bollywood actress who also left for Islam so it really does resonate with her we can see that it is possible to have change and number three uh, another thought is that it's definitely quite interesting to analyze how people actually have changed so those were kind of my first thoughts and impressions Definitely. And I completely agree with the second point about transformation, like how some people can actually leave Bollywood, this quote unquote luxurious lifestyle for Islam, which is very simple and something which is very simple and clear. And my first initial thoughts were very much similar to yours. But the first word that came out of my mouth was wow, because I thought this was so unexpected. I did not expect this. I, I thought that marriage was not something in her terms right now, or she was trying to focus on herself as much as possible in a spiritual journey journey but probably she found someone I, I think she probably found someone along the way who she was not looking for and that made it even more special I feel like because when you're not looking for something and that that's when it happened that's the most beautiful thing in the world I believe so I honestly think that she was not looking for a husband at the moment and she was focusing on herself and that was very wow and cool to see at the same time and I feel like she chose someone judging by what the pictures have been spread out on internet and on Instagram that she found someone who's very supportive and very accepting and that makes it even more beautiful the the bond that they have together and how they recite the quran together and she even posted on her stories and i found that very intriguing and attractive in a way because she found someone that she's fully happy with and she's fully happy to share with the world and that makes it very motivational for us single muslims you know to really like find someone who make us happy like that as well and overall i found it very amazing in general and i wish all the best and luck and all the blessings upon her and May Allah bless her marriage as well. But what does Islam really say about marriage? And this podcast, of course, will not be complete without talking about Islam and Quran and Hadith. So what did you find? Well, obviously, I mean, for the dua that you made. But um, I would say that the Quranic verse that actually I found about marriage is, and I quote, this is actually from the Quran chapter 2, verse 221, and I quote, do not marry idolatresses until they believe a believing woman is better than an idolatress, even if you like her, end quote. So this is obviously kind of referring to, um, you know, it is talking about women, but obviously in Islam, a man is allowed to marry a non-believing woman, whilst a woman is only allowed to marry a believing man however we can clearly realize that obviously i would say that probably it is preferable to actually marry a believing woman than a, a non-believing woman and this is why i wanted to also mention how this relates to sana khan because obviously in her previous relationship which actually lasted quite a long time she could have ended up marrying that person and obviously that person was non-believing and it shows that she still preferred to go and marry the believing man who is actually 
actually the um her husband today so i feel like this really shows to us that definitely what you might think right now is the perfect person for you if they're non-believing then you really might want to reconsider your decision because obviously you might change your decision in the future and you might realize that actually if that person is helping you with your religion islam as well as all the other aspects of your life that is better than if you have a non-believing spouse and they actually are not really helping you in terms of islam at all or if at the worst case scenario, they're actually distancing you away from Islam because they're not believing themselves. So this hadith is really, really powerful because Sana Khan definitely followed the Quran and chose a believing man. Definitely. And I found the explanation so nice, what you just said, because it kind of shows and it really, really um switched on my brain on one of her captions and one of her pictures where she said, I never thought halal love could feel so nice or something. And she's definitely distinguishing her past relationships with this one and how saying that this halal love has brought so much happiness into her, whereas in the previous ones where we're haram, she did not feel good at all and she was feeling toxic maybe and she 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 did not feel secure if you know what i mean but with this per this one person she found that because it was halal so that's really really nice and the quranic verse that i found is in chapter 2 verse number 187 and i quote they your wives are clothing covering for you and you too are clothing covering for them end quote and this shows that this is very significant in this marriage because i think that in a nutshell, this verse is saying the spouses should support each other. And the fact that I'm very intrigued by the husband. I think his name is Anna. So I, I keep saying um, husband, but his name is Anas, I believe. But he, the way he supports her, the way he has accepted her fully, um, unconditionally, without judging, without, you know, tearing her down or without even telling her to wear a certain things or a certain way from what you can see from the pictures. I find that it's very rare to find in this world. And it's very, very rare to find a man like that in a way, because usually men will have, you know, um, preconceived notion like, oh, what kind of a wife is she going to be? Because she used to be with, you know, so many people in the industry. She has done so many songs and movies. She has been, you know, exposed to many men and all those kind of things but the way from the pictures it looks that he has accepted her fully and he supports her fully for who she is right now so he has literally forgotten everything what she did in the past and has fully accepted her in the present and that is so nice and that is so rare to find and that kind of shows also like he's trying to follow the sunnah of the prophet as well who you know used to marry widows or divorcees and all those kind of people and he's trying to fulfill that and that is so nice to see and you can see the happiness in his eyes and his face and that is really really nice and that's really really rare to find in this today's society but now that we have figured out you know what does islam say what our first impression and our thoughts and who sana khan is in general now we're going to be talking about what are some of the takeaways or some of the lessons that we can learn from this marriage of this very popular actress. So what are some of the takeaways that you could, you know, figure out for married people who are listening? Well, obviously, I'm single myself and I'm not married. But just to think in the perspective of a married person, maybe, you know, seeing this news that someone else just got recently married. And if you've got recently married or you've been married for quite a long time and you might be looking at this news, what are some of the things that you can learn? Well, the first thing that I would say that you can learn is definitely that you cannot force the religion upon anyone and everyone has the ability to change. Because obviously, a few years back when Sana Khan was doing her movies and her shows and all these other you know things 
would did people actually think that she was suddenly in a few years time gonna actually end up marrying a practicing muslim and leave the industry and really transform her life I don't really think so and my sister was literally shaking her head right now so you can see that literally um people will never think that so you need to actually believe that people do have the ability to change and this is why you never say never because if you actually um you know always tell yourself or judge someone that oh my god this person is going to remain a like you know a really really bad person for the rest of their life do not ever say that because they can change and you know you can change from good to bad or from bad to good so this is why you need to believe that and also i don't think the her husband Anas actually forced her to change or forced her to actually you know impose the religion on her and this can be shown through her attire and obviously her attire is quite nice but also you know some other um you know I'm pretty sure he's like some sort of sheikh if I'm not wrong or mufti yes so he you know a lot of muftis do like to keep their marriages very private so he could have actually imposed that upon her and told her to keep the marriage private and not show his face but actually he did not force the religion force the religion upon anyone so if you're a married person listening to this and you're trying to force the religion upon your spouse that isn't going to work especially for a woman to a man like you just can't change the other person because otherwise you're just you're just going to make them feel like you are taking out the privacy and it's just not going to feel good for them so <clears throat> so please make sure to definitely remember this and the second lesson or the second takeaway for married people is that please 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 remember that religion and spirituality is a priority so if your spouse is not letting you like you know do like practice your religion properly then in my opinion I think that's bad because I'm not gonna lie to you the previous relationship that Sana Khan had that that um individual was actually a non-practicing uh person and you know he wasn't a Muslim so obviously um he might not necessarily have told her to go and pray or to go and do these certain acts of worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whilst from judging what is apparent if we have the mufti he obviously might be praying himself again judging from what is apparent so he will actually remind her to do the same mm -hmm. so I think religion and spirituality is something so if you're a married person and you basically if you're married and you have your spouse and if they're actually telling you to go and pray and things like that and they're reminding you that is actually a really good sign because that spirituality is really really needed and the last takeaway that I would give for married people is to please try not to keep the past and hold grudges. So for example, if your um, spouse actually did it, committed a mistake in the past and you've already forgiven them, don't keep like bringing back the past again and again. Like whenever you have an argument, you keep telling them what they did 20 years ago because that actually doesn't really make sense. And, um, you know, it's not very nice and you wouldn't like if someone did it to you. So if you have forgiven someone for doing something and, you know, things like that make sure that they have seeked forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if possible and also try to forget about it because I think that as my sister said the mufti might have actually unconditionally accepted her which is what you have to do to your spouse and you'll realize that your spouse might do the same to you I think this section of the podcast could not have been explained by someone better than my sister because this was really concise really powerful and as someone who is, you know, in her 20s and stuff, might be looking, I'm not looking, but, you know, mm -hmm. that was really, really nice. And 
very insightful, I believe. And for the singles out there who might be listening to this, they might be thinking, what's there for me? This is about marriage and all that. I'm single and I'm not looking. So what are the takeaways for me? So the first one that I would definitely say is self-growth. That is the most important thing. So as soon as Sona Khan actually left the industry, she started focusing on herself. She started focusing on Allah. She started focusing on her appearance. She started focusing on her clothing. She started focusing on spirituality and how she was going to present herself. She started focusing on her career more in terms of I think she has a spa or something for a woman and she started focusing on that and she also started spreading more Islamic knowledge and stuff and that shows that she was learning about Islam more and more so definitely self-growth is key so if you're not looking and if you're somebody who is maybe young or might not be wanting to get married at the, at the moment then please do have priority on yourself put yourself into into improving yourself every single day in all aspects of your life so that could be family friends education hobbies whatever that might be you should be focusing on yourself as much as possible and you will see that that one person that is meant for you will come naturally and you wouldn't even know when and it will be very unexpected so expect the unexpected all the time number two is that the higher the connection with Allah that you have the more the blessings are going to come to you naturally but slowly Sorry, as I was mentioning that the higher the connection with Allah, the more blessings you're going to have naturally and they will come slowly to you. So that was very, very natural. For, I think the more she was focusing on herself in a way, the more she was getting the blessings. And that kind of also shows in a way, I feel like her marriage has been the biggest gift by Allah if you know what I mean because she has gone through so much and she did not expect that, that this big blessing was coming her way and she was going to be so happy with her life and that also shows that pain is temporary so if you're going through something which is very toxic and very abusive or something that is killing you inside just remember that good things are yet to come and have unconditional faith in Allah number three I would say that your spouse will come sooner or later so do not keep you know um looking around and seeing who could be who could be for me or something like that because you will see that the more you start focusing on yourself as i mentioned before the more the quicker your spouse will come in the right time so i think that that's pretty much it for the singles yes definitely and as you mentioned for sana khan this was the biggest blessing as you said you know in an instagram post you actually mentioned that this was a really big blessing mm -hmm. for her whilst other people might think that her past life would be a would be a blessing because a lot of people aspire to be an actress in Bollywood and have all this fame, wealth and money um, and success, quote unquote. So for that, for some people, the definition of blessing would be Sana Khan's past life. But actually for Sana Khan herself, her present life is more, um, you know, bigger, bit more important and she actually appreciates it more. So everyone has a different definition of blessing and I think that as Muslims we should definitely believe that the blessings are the ones that are going to bring us closer to Allah and just have a better life in general. But alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today. We really hope that inshallah you've learned something new. Also, if you do not know, we actually um, upload every Monday for Islamic Independent Series here on ABC Islam. If you're excited, please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. Make sure to check out the description box below for some free gifts and we can also uh, contact us on abcislam100 at gmail.com. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.